You're rich as fuck if you live in a town that has gondolas. I'll just take the gondola up. And then later we'll come back down. They have a pass. Family gondola pass. We need to take the gondola up to the top of the mountain. Just to look and see. What is the Swiss? The Switzerland accent. What's that like? Is it just is it just like German? It's the fucking cook from the humdy dirty gandy dirty. That's Swedish. Is it? Okay. Swedish chef. Swiss yeah, Swiss. Sweden is organ florgen florgen florgen. And then I don't know what Swiss is. Because we don't know, they've achieved something in modern society that no one else has. Keeping their stupid accent private for the yeah. rest of the world. <laughs> Maybe they have the most neutral accent in the world. But, uh, Bruno is Austrian. The Ali G guy, I think. Yeah. Radolf Pitler. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We can find out what is the Swiss accent. I mean, isn't it uh, Matheson? Are all those assholes Swiss from the it's succession? No, they're Danish or something. No. It's all know. the same. Are we recording? Yeah. Hey, it's the god-awful gospel hour, and we're watching a walkthrough of Switzerland. A town called Grindelwald, which I guess that's where they, uh, they got the Harry Potter name from. The bad guy in Harry Potter. That's his name. Go, the, the crimes in the, in the, of in the crappy in the movies. It doesn't look like this place has very many crimes. Yeah, there's no crimes of Grindelwald in this Grindelwald. I think their crimes are all. He's got eight my begonias. I've just got an awful gospel hour with Donnie and me, Stephen Peniston. You know, <laughs> Peniston is a real last name. No way. Yeah, it's Welsh. It means uh, it's old w- Welsh. Yeah. Saxon p- penis is Saxon for head. Uh huh. And town, town is town. P- head town. Head town. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. <laughs> Steve. I looked that up. P- Lord Peniston. Do you know where my Peniston? So we need to address some allegations. We've we've been embroiled in a uh, controversy online with uh, some higher forms of intelligence, and we were hoping to offend actual people with this show, but the robots got offended. Oh, they could put some steak in there. I'm sorry. I put the I broke the ice on the cutting board. <laughs> that's your that's your dinner. I mean, you already ate it. It's a real hearty rum and coke. Yeah, it's got <laughs> a lot of protein in it. <laughs> it's, that's an old Mexican lady's anus. Some of that good stuff gets in there. Yeah, there's just a piece of meat in my drink. Anyway, we're hoping to offend actual people, but the robots got to the content first and shut us down on YouTube. Yeah. And we're almost done on TikTok for saying disparaging things about the sizes of the genitalia of people from other lands and for using the r word yeah rape, <laughs> rape. Uh, uh and we didn't even do that one for the youtube wasn't even us it was just get it was peasy the guest yeah and he was doing an impression of a lady giving covid misinformation yeah we're we're canceled by ai <laughs> yeah that's what i think that's what the new thing that the new world order is going to do and the antichrist is actually going to be an ai so I'd like to apologize to our overlords. Somebody have a rice ready. <laughs> That's the dishwasher. Oh, okay. Man, why does all that stuff know to go off right when we're recording? It's like, I'm going to make a noise in the background. Remember when John Cena did an apology video to, in Cantonese? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he didn't he do like a... Or no, is that The Rock did it a Chinese voice? Like a yeah. ding chong, ding dong. So we have to do a, a chat GPT robot voice. Yeah. I'm sorry. For saying Chinese people have small dicks, <laughs> you should have thrown it at ChatGPT. Retarded. Should, we should put it. At, have ChatGPT write us an apology to the AI that is about to ban us from TikTok. Or we could play 
the old modem sounds. Yeah. And some phone tones. Yeah. That maybe the machine will understand that we're sorry. The sounds of going into the matrix. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, the part, you know the part whenever um, they give him the red pill and then he touches the mirror and the mirror goes up his arm and yeah. into his mouth and it goes. Yeah. Like it makes that. Uh, That's some digital noises stuff. Yeah. That's the noise that we have to apologize in to, to <laughs> Chinese AI. Oh, so we could just apologize with a vocoder on. Yeah. Do you believe in letting me have my YouTube channel back? I wonder if there's going to be an N-word for robots in the future when we get tired of them. Yeah, I know. On uh, Clone Wars, it's Clankus. Oh, really? They call them Clankers. All the clones call the, the battle droids. We got a bunch of Clankers up there. <laughs> I've came up with the idea that I want to make up a word that when you call somebody the word, it's it's the worst thing that of whatever they are. Yeah. So if you call somebody this word and they're black, it means one thing. If yeah. they're gay, it means another thing. If they're if they're Asian, it means you know. Yeah, we were coming up with some bad sounding sounds. That one, blorch. Yeah. <laughs> so well, just unappetizing to the ear. I thought maybe I, for some reason, I've always thought the word gink would be good. <laughs> yeah. But. It's already uh, uh, an insult, and it's like an old-timey 1900s insult. Yeah, this guy's a gank. So I'm thinking that maybe we can like nah. take it back or like change the... It's time. It's, it's well, time so, for us to take it back. So gink means a foolish or contemptible person, but that's like old, old words. So maybe we take it and bring it forward and say, no, it actually means... AI. That yeah, if you're a Mexican, <laughs> it means spick. <laughs> it means over overactive AI edit robots. Yeah. So we need to apologize to the ganks, to our robot overlords. Yeah. And uh we're we're sorry. And I'm sorry. And my bad. It actually happened the day after there was that article that uh Biden's administration was barred from using social media. Yeah. So it might be an actual person did get offended. For being made fun of I'm for not believing in the vaccine. Because I put the headline, the text I put on it was from zero to January 6th in yeah. 1.3 seconds. Yeah. So there's been, there was hashtags for that. But it didn't, they didn't say anything specific about like the strike or anything, did it? Uh, it was just this video. Medical it, it, misinformation. Oh, so it was COVID stuff. Yeah. It wasn't like January 6th stuff. Yeah, it we got rogan already. Yeah. We, didn't even, we don't even have 30 I mean, listeners. Can't, yeah, can't they at least put a... <laughs> Just a thing. Hey, get more information about COVID nineteen here. Are they yeah. still doing that? I don't know. Does anybody still care about COVID anymore? I don't. I haven't cared about COVID in like a year and a half. YouTube's ganks do. Yeah, the they shut me do. down. Yeah. I'm sorry. On Wednesday, I'll be able to post again, just in time for the, our future guest. We're having a veteran on the next episode. Vet, a veterinarian. Yeah, Eric, and uh, but we've never met him before, so we have lunch first. But if you know. Something goes wrong, and this you don't hear us post the show after this one. You know what happened? We've we've pissed a veteran off and got <laughs> killed in Donnie's living room <laughs> by a stranger. <laughs> this this is gonna be like the Kurt Cobain of podcasts. They were just coming into their own to the prime. We're gonna be American Sniper. Dude. Things were so going so well, and then yeah. they had a a guy they didn't know on and died. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least it wouldn't be in your neighborhood for once. It'd be in my neighborhood. <laughs> it wouldn't spreading. We wouldn't have a SWAT situation. That's because my exactly in where you live, they have it a, a couple streets over where I live. My shittiness of my neighborhood is bleeding over, and of course, yeah. it's like the blight in Final Fantasy 16. 
<laughs> There's something wrong with the ether. Ever faster. Yeah. Did you ever hear the word toxic before Brittany brought it out? Um, uh, yeah, like, like toxic chemicals and stuff, but yeah. calling a person toxic? But after that... I don't know. I think it might have come from Britney Spears. After she did that song, it was toxic workplace, toxic relationship environment. They started using it for everything. We were talking about that slappy, how she got smacked up. Yeah, that. Uh, so basketball player security slapped her in yeah, the face? she fucked around and found out. I think, but then I was reading today that it's like, oh no, she actually hit herself. <laughs> she amber turded herself <laughs> like she accidentally hit herself in the face she liar liared herself in the i'm kicking my own ass <laughs> yeah she uh she ran up on somebody with security from behind which you know you don't get a dog's face while it's eating and you don't right. run up behind someone who has security if, unless you want to, to fuck around and find out what happens when you do those things. Yeah. It's not going to go well for you. We're talking about the guys that Brittany married. I guess, you know, it's Federline, and then there's, there's this guy now. They're, all of them have been gold diggers. and Well, yeah, except for Justin Timberlake. Guy gold diggers off of a woman. Justin Timberlake's the guy that got to bang her the first. Yeah. He fucked her first. Yeah. He's the guy, because he, he, he said, it he told some radio show that he took her virginity. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But um, the other one like that with a bunch of marriages was Anna Nicole Smith. Mm-hmm. She, she had a chain of them. And then... I thought she was married the old, old 96-year-old guy. That was the last one. And then she got married to the ground after that. <laughs> she had OD'd. Which, which one died first, her or her son? Uh, I can't I remember. <laughs> Chick, is this a chicken or the egg situation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which Nicole, yeah, Nicole Smith, Smith has to go yeah. first to trigger the apocalypse? <laughs> So we were talking about Amy Hennig on the last show, and I still didn't get down to whether you, is it good or bad. Is she good or bad? Everything that are we glad she's doing? Everything that they made while she was at Naughty Dog was good. Okay, and Forspoken was bad. May have been a misstep. I don't think Forspoken. I think she was brought on to like I don't even know what she was brought. On. I would like to know what the beef up the dumb dialogue. Is. Yeah, but, but I mean I think that's probably good then if she's doing Star Wars Underworld. Maybe is she? So that's what she brought. Got brought back onto the team that was working on one three one three before. Yeah, they're getting the whole the fucking band back together, man. I just saw I saw something really vague about that, uh, but because uh, it's it's not the one with this woman scumbag uh, woman smuggler protagonist. Is. Yeah, outlaw. No, it's not that one. It's a new one. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, yeah, what we all imagined when they first announced it was it was going to be like Uncharted Star Wars, because it was, they, they were talking about it before Last of Us, a long time ago. 1313? Yeah. Yeah, thirteen thirteen was old LucasArts. Yeah. The back, whatever. That's what, that's what, uh, when they bought Lucasfilm, they should have bought But then I guess LucasArts. Disney bought everything and shut down LucasArts and started yeah. making Star Wars games through EA. No, yeah, they started just farming it out to yeah. triple the you know, freaking EA. And there have been a bunch of mishits. But other than oh, Jedi. Oh, those Jedi games were fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, the Cal Kestis ones were fine. Yeah. They were good. But then they did, uh, they got Battlefront 2, which everybody was mad about the microtransactions. The Rogue Squadron wannabe squadrons. Yeah, no, that, that one was one. like, a, was that like a 20 minute game or something? It was cool looking, but it, the controls are a nightmare. Uh, and it was, but it was pretty. It's just kind of something to get used to. But they haven't, yeah. I, w- I wish they just would do the KOTOR remake. Yeah, that one's, I don't know. There's so much stuff going. And now, does the Rider Strike um, go to video games too? 
Does that apply to video games? Because there's writers for video games. Are there people who are in the WGA that write for video games? I don't know if they're still... I'm going ha- well, so to look that up. Is the video game industry still sidelined according to Hollywood elites? Is it sort of is a, is a legitimate writing? Because you have to write choose your own adventure, basically, for video games. Yeah, but there's still writing that happens. I write it. I choose the adventure. That's what all the choose your own adventure sh- books told me when I was little. Is you, It's your creativity from ch- making choices. Choosing which dude you want the Mass Effect dude chick to bang trans alien uh, style. It halts any franchise that employed union writers. Large effects on licensed game, depending on the licensed IP. So if it's Star Wars, like that, there might not be anything happening as far as the writing. That's really cute that there's a writers' union because I'm in the union because I had to use a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> You're might, the jackhammerish union. I might hurt myself. Jackhammers, the fifty first. I might hurt myself. It's there's danger. I want my family to be taken care of, and then there's writers who are like, "Oh God, I hurt my finger." Was writing something <laughs> funny. I don't write after four fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, quitting time. So, have you done? How's your uh, auto build on on Zelda right now? Do you have anything cool in there? No, I made. I think I made one thing that I saw online. People are building like drones and things that just hunt hunt monsters down and kill them and stuff. There's so many cool things. There's a subreddit called Zelda Engineering. High roll engineering. engineering. There's flying is, machines that use no energy. Yeah, but you have to like sneak parts out from a shrine somehow like the parts are only available in the shrine so you have to fuse them to your shield and then beat the shrine okay and then you can take out these architectural like panels from shrines and they'll they'll hook up to zonite devices that's that's pretty brilliant people figure shit out in that game definitely a lot cooler than i thought it was going to be just ratchet and clank nuts and bolts of zelda yeah but it's ending up being it's it it turned into uh i don't know like a so the physics are just so amazing. Yeah. I want every game to have physics like that. I still have a nightmare every time I try to make an air bike because I don't get them lined up right. You have to like, there's I can't figure out where to fucking stand link at. I have to once I get it perfect, I'll save it in my auto build because I like flying around. And then I finally got cannons and I got the mech, so you can just cannon mech. How far are you in it? Um, going through the Zora right now. Okay, I still have that, and then whatever the fifth. Uh, the fifth sage is the thing, whatever's down underground. This is just a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. I'm on the way to get, the, I'm right after that. I'm ready to go get the master sword. But, but so I, I can masturbate. But <laughs> they played Final Fantasy six. They put Final Fantasy sixteen out. So yeah. now I'm playing that. So I got that Fantasian game from Hironobu. Oh, you did actually Gigi. get it? Yeah. That's free. Or I oh, guess it's it? free on Apple Arcade and I pay for Apple Arcade. Oh. It's like jump, jumbled in with my music and everything else. Okay. But it's kind of a near automata mixed with Final Fantasy kind of aesthetic. It's girls and robots and vague, weird pronouns and stuff. <laughs> but it's you know it's Mistwalker, so I thought it'd be good. I played a lot of their other stuff. I played Lost Sphere and Blue Dragon. Yeah. What what was Blue Dragon on? Was that on Wii uh, or Xbox 360? It was on 360. I I've been I wanted to play that one because it was. Uh, I it. Do you remember when trailers used to be called commercials? The previews. Yeah. Call them previews. We got to go to the movies, and they got the previews. The preview before showed them. before the movie, but you right. would see that same preview on TV on, in the commercial break yeah. more often than you would, you, you know. 
Yeah. We're sitting around kids. We're watching TV way more than we were at the movie theater. I only started calling it trailers uh, with uh, whenever whenever you go to like apple.com slash yeah. QuickTime. Star Wars. And you'd watch all the trailers. Yeah. And that, that or it was apple.com slash trailers, yeah. right? And they had the episode one trailer. Yeah, they had the episode one trailer. And then it literally every, I remember watching the Gladiator trailer on that. Yeah. A lot of those. That's when we started calling things trailers. We never call them trailers. So the preview for the new Star Wars is out. You know that yeah. is what or the commercial to see. Yeah, it's a commercial preview. Have you seen the commercial for this movie? What do you mean the trailer? No, the preview. There's Dune tr- trailers. Dune preview. Did you watch Spider first yet? No, I still haven't. That's that's the one thing I've been wanting to go. I was, t- I was thinking about going this weekend, but I ended up not. Did you hear all the shit about the working conditions? Yeah, Horrible. The, again, yeah. you have my dream job and you're complaining about it. <laughs> it's like the writer's strike. I think, it's again, it's one of those where it's like, I always wanted to work at GameStop. And now I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, working at GameStop would have been a nightmare. Because I had friends that worked at GameStop. Yeah. And they had to deal with all the... Uh, I'm, uh, all the... Uh, I'm just going to say autistic retards. that Where GameStop <clears throat> was like the place that they wanted to hang out all the time, right? The light purple part of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, it's not dangerous. It's not hot. Ooh, hot. It's uh, and then they would come in and they would want to talk to the guys that worked there, and there were always smelly people that would show up. <laughs> and then, of course, that's not even to mention the little kids with their moms, like making messes of everything. And then, yeah, I worked at Funko Land before it was GameStop. Oh, really? And uh, there was a lot of milfs asking which, which Pokemon is which. <laughs> is this Diamond? Is this Sapphire? Like you like pearls? There's Pokemon. I can yeah. show you Pokemon pearl necklace. Yes. In the back here, we have it in the stock room. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that porno before. How old were you? I was in high school. I don't think. You... <laughs> I think I worked at Funko Land when I was 26, 25, 26. Oh yeah. But the first thing they tell you when you walk in the door is you can't play any games, unless someone asks you to test it. Oh really? Then you can play because they didn't want to pay people to sit around and play games all day. Yeah. And I was like, it makes it look good if we're. Somebody walks in and sees two dudes fighting Virtual Fighter having a ball, then they would buy the game. Right. Did you ever have it where you could just literally take a game off the shelf, take it home, play it, come back to the store, shrink wrap it, and put it back on the shelf? Uh, we could have. I got fired within a month because they wanted to give me keys and have me be a manager. Uh-huh. But in Virginia, the rules for game stores are the same as pawn shops because you buy and sell goods that are over worth over $200. That's the loophole for like having to get a background check because that's the same with guns and pawn shops. Oh. So because the same strip mall could have a gun shop or a pawn shop where they buy and trade things that are worth more than $200, under that same law is GameStop where you're buying and trading things that are worth more than... They put a dollar... It's like the felony misdemeanor kind of thing. Yeah. So they did a background check on me and... uh that's when I found out that I didn't get, I got my charges dismissed, but not expunged from a previous issue in North Carolina. <laughs> so because you just had it on your record? Yeah, I said I lied. I said I didn't have anything. Oh, oh, because you put the little check mark in the box yeah, on the uh, application uh, was, or whatever? Yeah, I said That's clear. stupid. And then they said, you lied on your application. <laughs> and the girl was so sad, she really wanted to, to use me and make me open and close the stores right. so she wouldn't have to commute during peak hours. Yeah. She really wanted me to be the manager. I worked there and at a sports bar two doors down the same strip mall. So it was just a strip mall. It wasn't yeah. even a mall. No. See, all my friends worked at the Babbage's in the mall. And so they would, yeah, the, uh, Twan, 
Um, should I bleep that name out? No, I'm not gonna bleep that name out. Fine. Well, he would. Um, he would basically any time a game, came, a PlayStation game came out, he would take it home. He would play it. Um, he played. We played a lot of those RPGs, those post Final Fantasy VII RPGs that yeah. came out. Played a lot of those for free. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, that's part of the reason why I wanted to work there. But now I'm so glad I didn't. Well, my best friend worked at Best Buy. And he would put games, uh, Super NES games, in the bushes, and then yeah. we would go back later and take them to Toys R Us for Jeffrey dollars, uh-huh. and buy stuff we actually wanted, which at Toys R Us for eighteen-year-olds is like DVDs, right? Just movies and shit. But then the, one of the kids ratted us out. He was the only other kid from our church that worked at that Best Buy. I think he got caught, so he yeah. ratted us out. And then my friend got locked up because he was eighteen and we weren't. And then once he got out, we caught the kid at church and beat him up in, uh, into the mulch. <laughs> we smashed his face into the mulch Sunday morning at 8.30 when everybody was walking into the church. <laughs> Bad boys. Good scene. Bad boys of church. You keep your fucking mouth shut, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I had one. So I, when I worked at Hastings, which we've mentioned before, yeah, um, I had a manager who, so in the mornings... The newspapers would be delivered. I guess it was the Austin American Statesman yeah. would be delivered. And so we would grab the delivery and we put them on the newsstand. And then at the end of the day, whichever newspapers didn't sell, we would, as we were closing, we would take them out and we would put them outside for the uh, newspaper delivery people to pick up the next morning when they delivered the next day's newspapers. It's just like the cast-offs, you know, the ones that didn't sell. Yeah. So Slow news day. What he would do is, as we were closing, he would go get like five or six DVDs and slip them in between the oh, newspapers. Gangster stuff. And we would put the newspapers out through the front door that didn't have the thing that detected the little metal things inside yeah. the DVD players. So That's he little- would put them out, and then we'd all close, lock up, and drive off. But then he would kind of turn around after a minute and come back. And then walk up and take all the DVDs out of the newspaper. Isn't that to leave the gun, take the cannoli maneuver? Right. They rolled it in the newspaper? Yeah. Yeah, it was in the newspapers. You guys. <laughs> so I don't know how long he was doing that, but he'd been there a while. He was one of the managers. Like I saw this movie, Goodfellas, where they had a bunch of great ideas and everyone turned out <laughs> awesome. So we should do what they did in that movie. I can't remember success what story movie. I can't remember what that guy's name was, but he told me he was a huge Weezer fan. Say it ain't so. And he, he told me that... Like I guess they were somewhere, and they knew they were hanging out with somebody who knew the drummer from Weezer. Yeah. And so uh, the guy was like, "I can call him and see if you guys want to go over." And they're like, "What?" And so he called them, and then sure enough, they went and hung out at the drummer from Weezer's house. Now they're friends of P now. Yeah. And <laughs> now, and he said that one, the MTV mu- uh, Music Award that they won was the toilet paper dispenser in his <laughs> uh, bathroom oh, because. Nice. Because it had the, it's the Moon Man, yeah. so it's like he's got the the, the, the flag, yeah. and so the toilet paper was on the flag, and that was what you used. But yeah, so they said he, I don't know, they said they calculated out he'd stolen somewhere around ten thousand dollars worth of DVDs, but I don't know. I think uh, uh, what loss management or loss prevention was looking at inventory, yeah, and risk. they figured something out, so they started. I don't know, it must have been some pretty awesome detective work to find out what he was doing. I don't even know what they're doing now. Everybody just shoplifts everywhere, if you believe Reddit videos. Yeah, I know. There's no loss prevention, nothing. Just people taking shit. They have to block up toothbrushes Yeah. in San Francisco. Uh, speaking of the police, there was an the article about a bank robbery 
downtown. And the person was complaining. Of course, again, Reddit city complaints. Why are the Why is every cop car here at this bank <laughs> yep. robbery? But there's a breaking and entering in South Austin, and nobody. I can't even get nine one one to answer. Well, the nine one one situation is pretty bad. Well, it's because the cops don't want to commute, just like everybody else. They're trying to telework. Uh, yeah, downtown, they like it there. But I'm hearing that like you can't even get nine one one to pick up. Yeah, like, there's not dispatchers. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Nobody wants to do that job. That job Nobody sucks. wants to work anymore. <laughs> they should incentivize. Every time I've seen someone tell the police, I know my rights, they get in immediately way more trouble. Like, it's usually some drunk guy that's <laughs> like, you can't do this. I know my rights. And the cop's always like, oh, yeah, your rights. You have the right to remain silent. Yeah. And then they just get the cops out. That's the thing about rights is that, you know, if somebody violates your rights, you still have to, like, go to court and prove it. Yeah. It can still take time and energy from you. It can really mess things up. Yeah, people try to turn a live confrontation with the police into a legal proceeding. Yeah. And the cop's like, no, we're not doing that now. That's later. Yeah. You're going to get locked up now. You'll fight it out in court <laughs> later, but I can... I can. Uh, a cop can arrest you for any reason they want. They can make anything up. Yeah. There's, we were watching a ton of videos like that with me and my kid, and he was like, how can they do that? And I was like, they have a gun? Yeah. Just say yes or no, sir. That's what my parents told me. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. That's dumb. Yeah. They're they're bigger than you. They have some sort of... They're on the spectrum somewhere because they chose that job. And they have a gun. So don't. <laughs> don't fuck around or find out either. So are you going to get Baldur's Gate? Are you down? Um, I'm Like I said, I'm r slash patient gamer. So maybe later. I don't know. Let's watch some trailers. Let's get hype. Yeah, we it should. That's cool. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. I've never played a game like that. I've never yeah. enjoyed a, a top-down, isometric yeah. dungeon crawler. I've tried, but I think it's going to take a community. Like, if I could play online with three different people, it would be fun. I've a little bit gotten into Diablo because of that, but... Uh, of I'm course, Final Diablo Fantasy. 4 is pretty good, actually, even though it's stupid-ass Activision Blizzard. That's well, bad timing, because Final made Fantasy. Pretty, yeah, I know. But Diablo is one of those games that people you can play for years at a time. And I'm pretty sure that once I've gotten enough shit done in Final Fantasy 16, I'm not going to be playing it much after that. Did you finish Red Dead 1? No, I've, I've the old one. Not done. So it came out when I wasn't really... I didn't have a PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I was living with that friend of ours yeah. uh, that where I had everything pretty much locked away. Yeah. I spent as little time in the house as possible. Uh-huh. Um so I wasn't playing my Xbox 360 at the time that that came out. And then I played... T- I Well, I got it on PS3 at some point, uh, but I did not play much of it. And then I played, you know, quite a bit of 2. That was one of my first financial marriage fights as I wanted to play Red Dead Redemption in 1080p. But yeah. we didn't have a 1080p monitor. So I was looking at cheap ones, and I found one from Dell.com. An like, actual, like, computer monitor, not a TV. Yeah. Okay. It was the cheapest way for me to see my ps3 games in 1080p right and i was i was just going to run sound out like the, the monitor had an aux in the back so i was just going to run sound out to some like pc, PC speakers yeah. or something and it was glorious i got it and i got it just in time for red dead to come out and then it was right before my our wedding reception so we had a bunch of people staying at the house and i was like shut up leave me alone i'm trying to shoot birds <laughs> yeah my hippie auntie was like don't kill that bird i was like go away <laughs> I'm a cowboy now. I'm a gritty cowboy. But there's were ratings rumors from Korea that they're going to remake Red Dead Redemption 1. Whatever. 
with John Marston, which it would be cool, but it seems like, I mean, Rockstar has a bad record, but they've, there's been a lot of great remakes of that era of Yeah, games. you just have to make a good remake. You have to be like Shadow of the Colossus about it. Well, you, yeah, up remake. you have to redo all the polygons. Yeah, all the assets. And all of the textures. Mm-hmm. And then what we learned from Crisis Core is you have to redo all the mocap too. Otherwise, yeah. it looks dumb. Then you have like super high def 4K hair flowing clothes and the person's just like robot walking. Bleep, blorp. Sorry, I don't Bye bye. Can you edit that out? I'm not supposed to make fun of the... You can't make fun of the ganks. I don't want to piss the ganks off. <laughs> it gets shut down. So then Mass Effect 4 is still being worked on, apparently, but it's in pre-production. Um, everybody got it, so we got a bunch of views online when we talked about Mass Effect oh, yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So apparently a lot of people are waiting and wishing and hoping and looking for I guess hashtags. that was another one that I completely missed. Like, Mass Effect, I did not, I was not playing many video games at all when that came out, so. My niece loved it because there's love, romance, yeah. options, and it's, I loved it because it's sci-fi, and it's got like Casio keyboard sounds it does so it's got like cheesy 80s sci-fi soundtrack and it's it's got magic it's got guns and magic but the magic is like scientific uh-huh it's like you have some sort of aura or something that you can the certain aliens help you get it 2007 what was whenever the first one came out well they put out a poster or a trailer for four yeah that it's coming but that was a year ago and then the latest I read was that it's still in pre-production, which what does even Untitled mean? Untitled Mass Effect game to be determined. Yeah. What does that even mean for a video game if it's in pre-production? It's production or it's not in production? What's pre-production is like planning stages. Like they're drawing out, they're making concept art. Who's that? It's hot girl walking a clock. Yeah. 30. Hey, baby, you want to be on a podcast? Hey, babe. Hey. We make fun of women. <laughs> you come make fun of women. You want to come be on a podcast that's racist against women? <laughs> we got we got canceled by robots already. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next Assassin's Creed. I was watching a thing about it. it you know, they're trying to say they're going back to the basics because, uh-huh. of course, the first one was in Bible times. But the lady that they're interviewing on this latest one, she's from Ubisoft Montreal, and she has a French accent, and she's trying to explain the video. But it looks she looks kind of like blink twice if you're being held held hostage. She's like frighteningly trying to convince people to come back and play Assassin's Creed again. Uh, really? She looks like she's begging people, please, please save me from this hole. I'm being trapped. Yeah, I'm kind of liking the bubble bursting and like all the things that used to be, um, you know, sure things like flopping and all yeah. that. I'm kind of like maybe that's what they're afraid of with like video games because you know we got Indiana Jones is flopping. Literally, every one of the past few movies that Disney has put out, except for maybe Guardians of the Galaxy three, uh, have just, been have lost money. I just watched that yesterday. It took me five hours. I fell asleep twice. It was great. <laughs> it was a good nap. Is it on? Is it on somebody's Plex? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, a good a good quality version of mm-hmm. it. All right, I'm gonna have to watch it then. Yeah. But I'm liking I'm liking everything flopping because of how because they're um, gonna have to come up with an original idea. Bad and corporate, yeah, because of how bad and corporate things are. Um, all the originality's been sucked out. That was actually one of my um, that was one of my uh, little riffs that I forgot about. Which uh, let's take a break and then we'll come back with some more Do some riff dead, ideas. Dead treasures. Yeah.
And we back from break. Hello. So we were talking the other day. I texted you and I said, I have so many like fully thought out riff ideas that I have after I've eaten a gummy <laughs> that are really, really good. And so I write like a sentence or two and I'll be like, oh, I'll remember this later. And then I don't remember it anymore. And then you read it and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, then you read it and it doesn't make sense like three <laughs> days later. That was the other Donnie. Yeah. The other guy. Don't worry about him. Yeah. He's mischievous. The lady at the smoking show was asking me how the gummies made me feel and I was like, mischievous and amused. <laughs> she was like, that sounds like you're a hoot to be around. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes it fun to fuck with people. So what are some of your old whack, pre- whack hack buried treasure premises um i've done this on shrooms where i thought i like solved the world yeah solve the world (laughs) all the issues of the world so one day i ate a gummy and then i went to the grocery store well no what i did is i ate a gummy and then i went to go eat at the mexican food place around the corner yeah and while i was sitting there eating i was like oh yeah i ate a gummy and then it hit and so the whole thing was like a it was like a wave that I was having to surf yeah. from the restaurant to the grocery store, getting picking things up, <laughs> and then getting back in my car and going home. So as I was surfing this wave, I was walking through the grocery store and I saw this obvious mom. I think yeah. she had kids kids with her and stuff, but she had tattoos all over her arms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? When I was growing up, there weren't a lot of moms with tattoos. Mm-mm. You, have, you didn't have a lot of moms with tattoos around you whenever you were a kid, right? No, there was a sketch about that on SNL with Molly Shannon. Yeah. She had like a neck tattoo creeping up out of her blouse. <laughs> she was like, I used to be on meth. Yeah. So then I, I, t- I took it in like all these different directions. I probably thought up a good two and a half minute riff on it. Tattoo but all I wrote mom. down was I grew up in a place where there weren't a lot of moms with tattoos. <laughs> and I can't remember what the rest of it is. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to think about that one some more. Slut shaming redneck bitches who yeah. get too many tattoos. So you're gonna get canceled again. How dare you slut shame us? We like the pain of the tattoos. I wrote down um, circumcised neo Nazi. <laughs> so I think so. I know it was the idea behind it was that I like to take you know all the stereotypes of one you know political group of people, but yeah. add them being like very very. Um, passionate about something that is not their normal political side yeah so i started thinking about like a like a you know a neo-nazi in the deep south with uh confederate flags but he's really really mad that he got circumcised (laughs) he's like one of those anti-circumcision activists yeah and so i know the line that i came up with it was and something else you know my parents got me circumcised like a jew (laughs) that was the only part of it that i remember but so I wrote down circumcised neo-Nazis, a, a, a neo-Nazi that is incredibly angry about male circumcision and thinks it's like, it's as bad as female circumcision. I think a lot of the jealousy and things that end up with genocide and racial anger have to do with dicks. Yeah. <laughs> like all the Southern dudes are mad because the black dudes had bigger dicks and they turned it into a whole nother thing. Right. Right. They're giving them reefer and making them crazy. And also <laughs> there's other things happening, but we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. The white women are wanting to fuck them. But, you know, the Germans were calling the Jews dirty, and the yeah. Jews were probably like, well, at least we're circumcised. Yeah, no. You have j- dirty German we're, We dicks don't have unclean down. dicks. Yeah, at least we're not donkey dick Germans yeah. like you. 
When did non Jews unacceptable? Start, like at some point, like Protestant Christian evangelical Christians decided to circumcise their kids too, because that was like a whole thing in you know waspy type um, circles. Is they still get their kids circumcised? Yep, I got it. It was two hundred, two grand to get Walter done. I was like, nope. Yeah, we're he'll, gonna he'll save. keep the turtle back. He'll be all right. What if a girl hooks up with him and doesn't like it? Well, the next bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be all right, buddy. Yeah. So I guess I was thinking about, and then I was thinking about like words like that, and when a word, like when you say a word, a no-no word, the context that you say uh, it and uh, the tone uh, with which you say it tells you so much about whether the person should say it or not. Yeah. Like so, how old people look left and right and whisper black. Yeah, right. Black guy. Yeah. The one I was thinking of was whenever that baseball announcer was on the hot mic. Yeah. <laughs> and he called some city the fag capital of the San world. San Francisco. But whenever he said it, he said it with like such like hatred in his voice. Yeah. You could tell that it wasn't like even a joke. He goes, the fag yeah. capital of the world. Like he was mad. And then he had to resign on air. Yeah. <laughs> but then he had to call a, a home run in the middle of it. Yeah. I apologize for what I've deep line drive yeah. and I won't be here next week. So yeah, that one was just says fag capital. Um, and then I have one that I wrote down from, I think it was, uh, uh, Aaron, uh, you're not on the spectrum. You're just on TikTok. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people like, Oh, I'm so autistic. Cause and then they watch people, autistic people on TikTok saying I'm autistic and here's what I do. And they're like, I do that too. I must be autistic. So I might turn that into something. That's a community of basement dwellers. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the maxualing that's yeah. bothersome about those people. Right. Is you have to correct somebody when they, when they're wrong. You can't just let it go. <laughs> yeah. And it's depend. You know, to me, it's a deep existential thing. I think we're all on this earth for each other to make the world a better place by encouraging each other. So that dictates what battles I pick as far as semantics. Right. With strangers, I'm not gonna <laughs> fuck fuck with somebody over some dumb shit. It bothers me all day at work about uh, apostrophes. They apostrophize. Oh, they put apostrophes for plurals abri- everywhere, like apostrophe S. And and all the abbreviations. Ugh. It's horrible. And I have a whiteout, so I just correct it myself. I don't tell anybody. I just go fix it. How about this one? The only people who don't get along with me are people who it's hard to get along with. <laughs> I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. We, uh, I used to say something like that, that my, my only pet peeve is people with lots of pet peeves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that old meme of the uh, Burger King bathroom where it says all employees must wash hands and somebody wrote, sometimes you got to break the rules underneath. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you got to not wash your hands. So we had Jeff Keeley uh, like one of our videos, which was rad. Dorito Pope? I don't even understand what's going on with that at all. I don't even know if that's really him. Uh, it's the Game Awards on TikTok. Uh. <laughs> and it's out of blue check. And the videos are of his face filming himself. Okay. And then, but the other weird thing about it is like a lot of this weird, creepy internet stuff I've been getting into, stimulating the algorithm and the aggregate from underneath with my fingers. Yeah. Giving the internet a little how's your father. Yeah. Is that a little reach uh, around? Giving giving the internet a reach around. So Jeff Keighley liked my thing, or somebody representing the Game Awards, and then I realized our most watched YouTube short is when we're talking about uh, Kanye West needs a Santa tracker app because he was missing. Uh huh. But the footage in the background that I used was Death Stranding, and it was of Jeff Keeley. Okay. So he liked our TikTok thing, 
But then he's also his face is in our most watched YouTube thing. Uh huh. I think I went. Maybe down we hit the, the game awards. Um, the algorithm. The game awards. Uh, Nexus thread. <laughs> yeah, trail. But uh, you know, you can see how this stuff can drive people crazy and make you feel real tinfoil heady. Yeah. Because I got the YouTube ban right after the Biden thing for making fun of a Trump lady. And then I got Jeff Keeley like my thing, but he's also on the other video. And this is what happens when I'm bored and I can't post to YouTube. I just kind of <laughs> thinking, why? How do I get out of it? <laughs> I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat and make up conspiracy theories for why I got in trouble. We were talking last night pers- in a personal conversation off air about how Final Fantasy has always reflected the uh, Japanese perception of Western culture. What's cool in pop culture? Yeah, or Western, yeah, the world. So I guess it, that started with Seven. You know, it was all medieval before then. So what did they see when they were making Seven where they were like, it needs to be steampunk? Was it Blink-182? Or was it Green Day? No, was it that, was like, that was like mid, mid-90s. Um, it was post-punk. Or pop-punk. Yeah. Was big well, yeah, because it was kind of the same thing from like... It's always a few years later because it takes them a while to develop. Because it was... It wasn't necessarily steampunky. It was more cyberpunky. Yeah. So it, it was like Hackers was 1999. Yes. And that was kind of the aesthetic that was coming. Like 95, I mean. Okay. So, and that's probably about the time they were developing because 6 came out in 94. So that's probably has to do with it. Um, and then 8 was like more. Harry Potter. The School of Magic. Magic School. But no, that was, well, that was, that was kind of the. Harry Potter times, yeah, 99. but it was also kind of Dawson's Creek ish. Yeah, it was teenage, very teen. Yeah, and then every once in a while they go back to basics, like they just did with sixteen. They go back to medieval. Yeah, but sixteen they were like Game of Thrones, right? We gotta yeah. do a Game of Thrones style Final Fantasy. But ten was like Salt Life Beach vibes. Yeah, it was during like three eleven and uh, all that. Lynn, steal my sunshine yeah. type <laughs> shit. It was a big San and Diego they were vibes. Watching a lot of Sublime. Yeah, a lot of Sublime. <laughs> like we need to make a. Beach trash hobo yeah. style Final Fantasy game over lots of straps and yeah. thatched roofs. And then, yeah, to 11 was, was online. 12 was back to basics. 13, I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out with you last night. What the fuck was going on in the rest of the world? And they looked at it and they were like, we need a pink haired magic. I think it was more female lead with uh, the summons have to be vehicles now. They just would. They went wild. I think it was more um, going back to like the, fi- the the next step in the Final Fantasy X after twelve, because twelve twelve was like the evil East guy. So yeah, that one was its own thing, and then uh, thirteen seems more like a direct evolution of the style of ten. Yeah, and then fourteen is another giant MMO, um, and then fifteen was boy band K-pop looking. Yeah. Whatever, um, emo y kind of guys. Uh, and now o- it's just like, yeah, we're just going to do a Game of Thrones with a bunch of white people. <laughs> the only other time I ever uh, was a bouncer besides Orlando was here in, in Austin at the Cedar Door during South by, and it was a Scream Corps day. They, I think Russ, my cousin, wasn't booking the bands, and he, the owner of, of uh, Cedar Door was just like, whoever's got money, I don't care. Like we, well, it'll fill up. Yeah. It's going to be huge. So he didn't, he didn't know anything about music or care. So he just booked whatever. So I ended up having to run the door for this screamo shit. 
and it was a lot of underage boys with Final Fantasy hair trying to get beer, uh-huh. and me telling them no, and then skinny jeans, lots of skinny jeans, yeah. probably. And then they'd yell at me, "Do you know who I am?" I was just on stage, and I was like, I, "Everyone was just on stage." <laughs> it's South by who nobody gives a fuck. No, I don't know who you are. I don't want to know who you are. You look like everyone else in here. I've got more Criterion Collection DVDs coming. What'd you get? Or 4Ks. Um, so I already got the Dazed and Confused one. Um, I ordered Wally, uh, which is the only Pixar, I think, that's Criterion. So yeah. I ordered that. And then uh, Princess Bride comes out September 6th or something. Oh, yeah. So I pre ordered that. There's a few of them. I'm like, you know what? I'll get the Criterion 4Ks at least. I don't buy a lot of movies. <laughs> But I, I would definitely get those. And then, of course, I've got some other 4Ks. But, but yeah, I've got a few of those coming. So we'll have to set up a night to watch some of this. The kids got so sick of me doing uh, that guy, the bald guy from Miracle Max. Bride. Yeah. No, the... Oh, uh, uh, Vecini? Yeah. Inconceivable? Yeah. Anytime they would fuck up around the house and there's like some simple rule, I'm like, you just fell for one of the classic plunders. <laughs> The first and only slightly well-known left is to never get into land war in Asia. Yeah. But the first, the second rule is never fuck with your mother when she's on her period. Freed <laughs> <laughs> the room. Yeah. I had to work with a contractor at work named the Fancy Brothers Construction. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, Donnie and I missed out on a good name for the podcast. The Fancy Brothers? The Fancy Brothers. <laughs> the Disgusting Brothers. That's like, they got <laughs> t- completely taken over, like Matt and Shane and all yeah. that. Like, everybody loved that that name once it happened in succession. The Disgusting Brothers. Are you ready to go dark? I have something dark to talk to you about. Okay. You know how people say, I wish upon you a fate worse than death? Yeah. But I always, always, you know, that makes your the imagination reels. What's a fate worse than death? Death is probably one of the best fates because it's over. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Anything that's not death, that's bad, it's worse than death because you have to experience it. Yeah. So, like, I, I guess from like a more philosophical point of view. But you know how, like, if you ever think about jumping off a building or whatever, you're like, I'm not sure if I want to because uh, I don't want to be retarded. Uh-huh. I don't want to jump wrong and land on my head wrong and just be retarded for the rest of my life. Yeah, it'd be, it'd just be like you that's know, a fate worse than death. And then even worse than that is being retarded on the outside, but you're still you know yourself in the inside. <laughs> so you're being retarded on the outside. <laughs> so you're trapped in a retard. <laughs> so here's my ultimate face fate worse than death. You get captured POW style in another country, uh-huh. Nazis, Germany, Japan, or something. They know how to hit you on the head so that you are retarded only on the outside, yeah. and then you become a gay rape slave. Yeah. So you're a retarded, but that's, you that's you know everything. Death. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Retarded gay military rape slave in another country, uh-huh. but you know what's happening and you're fine inside. You well, don't you're not fine. Hotel. <laughs> just keep the, getting yeah. worse PTSD on top yeah. of PTSD. Yeah. Then you can be like that guy from the Metallica video that sends a home of you nodding your head. Yeah. In Morse code. We were working uh, downtown doing traffic control a long time ago with this event company on the east side when the east side was the east side. And this yeah. lady walked up to my coworker and offered him a $2 blowjob. Uh-huh. And he was bragging about it for the rest of the day. He's like, she offered me a $2 blowjob. And I was like, I don't think that says a lot of good about you that you... That someone would look at you and think he'll pay two bucks for a blowjob. Yeah. 
And I don't think I want a $2 blowjob. I would want a, uh, the lowest I would go would maybe 50 bucks. Yeah. You want somebody to act like they're trying to do a good job. Yeah. For two bucks, she's just going to be like, are you done? You know, it's not even a whole blowjob. I would imagine. It's not appetizing. It's like a $2 steak. Yeah. I don't want a a $2 steak. That's, we're not, we're not at a Vegas buffet. I don't want (laughs) Vegas buffet prices. It's not going to be good. Yeah. So I got on live with Madeshi Boy, my, f- my new favorite TikTok editor guy. Yeah. Don't play with me. Yeah. Uh, I was so pumped to see that he was he showed up in the top of the Instagram as he was on live. Yeah, with the green. So I joined the room, and there was 12 people in it. Awesome. And everybody was asking him to show how to do his kicking dance that explodes things. Yeah. And he was like, no. And people kept saying, say my life, my rules. And he was like, no, my life, okay. <laughs> he was in a very small room. I thought there was room for him to do his kicky dance. Yeah. So I asked him what editing software he uses, and he said Premiere Pro. Really? Which is what we use. Yeah. So we can make our own exploding, kicking tiger helicopter. My life, my <laughs> rules, I my attitude. Care. You hurt me. I don't care. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's the next phase of of God awful gospel hour. Yeah, it's to We're do cool little <laughs> cool little animations of explosion helicopters blowing things up and yeah. T Rexes biting people. Donnie and I are gonna parkour over a fence and yeah. put a bunch of Star Wars shit blowing yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> My podcast. I don't <laughs> care what the robots think. Fuck the ginks. Well, I got to talk to that guy and he answered me and I asked him his favorite food and he said biryani. Oh, yeah? And it validated my existence for two hours of being bored at the office. I was like, this is great. We're all. I asked him to come to Austin to be on the podcast. <laughs> he was like, I'm in New Delhi. I cannot. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, the worst thing this girl did once, we we're talking about manipulative relationship instances earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh I was in a relationship with this girl. We were 15. I was 15. She was 14. We were having a hard time seeing each other. We couldn't. She lived far away. This is the girl that a friend of ours hooked up later. Her name's Allie. But she, uh, we were just talking on the phone, and it was like we couldn't get time on the phone. It was the family phone, the kitchen phone. So it was hard to even get to talk to each other. So every day I was, I was just so in love with her, I couldn't wait to talk to her. And I was talking to her, and she was like, I think I want to break up. And I was horrified. I was like, "What? Why?" She was like, oh, "I just, just, I was just saying that to see if what you'd say." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not a fucking gerbil. Oh, you're you're trying to like you're saying shitty things to me to see what happens." Yeah, I'm not to be poked at. I immediately fell out of love and like kind of broke up with her after that. I was like, "This is you've just shown your true colors of what you're mm-hmm. who you really are." Do you have any more old premises that you've written down? Um. So, um, I guess I've got some riffs on um, something I, I want to turn into something longer. Um, clumsy and obvious social engineering and shallowness in pop culture. Yeah. Postmodernism and alternate dimensions trope in franchises normally don't do anything interesting. Just a scallo- just a shallow excuse to put in identity politics and I clapped when I saw it moments and pretend it's deep and complex. It's kind like of, what if Captain America was a woman? Yeah, you know, this uh, is kind of what they're trying to do in Japan with Final Fantasy. Yeah, looking at the rest of the world, going, what's going to make 
people do yeah it? is the next final fantasy going to be like 2018 woke like or like yeah is it going to be like about like george floyd <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> george floyd fantasy orc lives matter and then so i put like like some some examples of like yeah the whole race swapping thing um nerds like disney adult type nerds trying to force stuff like general leia and post in-game marvel references yeah. like nobody cares about uh the name of the universe in uh multivulture or some madness you know also yeah. the also the idea of like being unable to separate the character from the person playing them like whenever you uh, we went and saw black panther 2 um they acted like Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman are the same person. Yeah. They had to have Black Panther die basically the exact same way that Chadwick Boseman died. They couldn't have him like die in battle with a supervillain or something. They had to say, oh no, he's got a sickness yeah. and we couldn't cure it. <laughs> and it was like that, just that inability to, to separate the real life from the fictional universe. Yeah. Um, because we have to be talking like it's so shallow. It's like we have to be talking about things as they're happening now. Um, I mean that's kind of they're trying to stimulate the aggregate the same way. Yeah, but they're it's it, it's popular. so it's like shallowly self-referential, and then yeah, inability to consider context is a component of shallowness mix, mixed with narcissism and solipsism. So I was like going through this whole uh, kind of it was like a sounds pop like culture a critique. Sounds like a shrooming thing. Were you on shrooms when you wrote all this? No, big I words? was. I was some big long words. I was just on Delta or Adderall. Sounds like I'm Adderall. Yeah. So anyway. Then I have this other one that I it's, it's somewhere in your genetic past, like so, like you have you probably have a great grandmother that was just a total badass that birthed children on the frontier and fought off bears and savages. That's the kind of thing that I think of whenever I hear people talk about trauma, yeah. Like and uh, use all that therapy speak. I'm like, what was your great great grandmother who birthed children with no doctor out on the range? Yeah say about that had to shoot a bear with a shotgun yeah had to shoot a bear that was trying to get into the the outhouse yeah what's their trauma how do they define trauma yeah it's not <clears throat> maybe you know maybe they suffered a fate worse than death yeah <laughs> so uh that movie another one i got here is that indiana jones was only number one at the box office for like six days of the first week it was out this new one yeah Five? yeah and so on tuesday on july 4th that Jim Caviezel movie, Sound of Freedom, beat it. Oh, no. And so it's one of those kind of Christian faith-based movies. Okay. And it's about taking down child traffickers. Okay. So I'm hearing it's a really good movie, but there's that whole context of uh, you know, groomers and child trafficking and stuff that they accuse Democrats of. Yeah. It's very... there's like I, Like, you could read into it to say... This is actually because Jim Caviezel. There's a video of him at a QAnon conference. Yeah, and he's just saying the most like meaningless, vague stuff about like fighting and evil and stuff yeah. like that. But what he's talking about is you know Democrats drinking babies' blood. But he doesn't ever actually say that. He just says a bunch of vague yeah. stuff. It feels like the same kind of thing. The globalists. The, yeah, this is another one of those Burger King. Sometimes you got to break the rules type of oxymoronical things because the the Republicans don't want different uh, lifestyles talking to kids about the different lifestyles, and they conflate that to a gay guy is trying to show my kid his penis. Yeah, which has never happened once. 
That's not what's happening in the schools. It's not what's happening at the at the drag brunch I mean, library. It, it, it happens. I'm it, sure at some it, point it, a gay guy has tried to show a kid his dick. Yeah, it happens at Catholic church. Yeah, <laughs> straight guys. Have done that. Yeah, they're ripping it off. But they're still in talking about it and conflating it. They're making it worse by yeah. talking about that. Yeah, like because they're they're conflating all these things together. It makes them seem they're like they're conflating a sicko. telling kids there's nothing wrong with being gay. With we're going to turn you gay because we're pedophiles. What's well, the old Patrice O'Neill bit about the white lady that sees a black guy and goes, "Oh, I hope he doesn't hold me and tell me I'm beautiful." Yeah, <laughs> you know these. But these fucked up Republican people are fantasizing about their own children. These gay guys better not come and try to take my son and make him gay and party and have fun. Well, at it, the gay club, it's also really get easy out from to, under my religious. I mean, that's a that's a. That's like the most basic of instincts, right? Is protection of your own children. Yeah. So it's something that's really easy to prey upon. Yeah. But it's you know it's also something that's really easy to uh, you know to miss when it happens. So yeah, it's 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 some of those kind of gray area things. It's unimaginable, and the amount that people talk shit about them, like they should be dead. I hate all pedophiles. Yeah. Well, there's a sexual offender registry, a map yeah. on your phone. Yeah, you can go. If you, you can really go throw those go people in the wood chipper if you want. Die on this hill. Yeah. <laughs> you look at the map. You're probably surrounded by them. Yeah. Go get Jared from Subway. Dude, we watched that. I watched that documentary last week. The Jared from Subway documentary. Yeah. They have uh, Tom Skura. No, they didn't interview Tom you know, Skura about being his brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's <been> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but did uh, you watch Sledgehammer? No, I didn't watch Sledgehammer. Okay, yet. but the uh, the Jared one was okay. Like I'm getting kind of tired of all these Netflix documentaries. Um, trying to uh, like puff up what they have, like yeah. the story, and also trying to make it more dramatic. And like they get tw- and then it got even crazier. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff bold in fonts. Those. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in those where they're trying to like hype up various people's stories you wouldn't believe 10 things that you didn't know yeah. doctors are mad about this yeah it was i mean it was okay it was good to hear the story but i would have rather heard the story and not the human interest part of it um but yeah speaking of you know you know, pedophiles and human trafficking and all that kind of stuff like that stuff's yeah. out there but the best place to for those people to hide is where everyone trusts you so yeah, that tends to be, you know, churches or whenever you're the spokesman for a entire giant fast food corporation, it's really easy. Well, there's other countries. You're, maybe if you're the biggest pop star in the world, there are countries where the age of consent is disturbingly low. Yeah, disturbingly low. Yeah, those people could go there. Yeah, that's what he did. That's yeah. what Jared from Subway did. He was like, he went to Thailand and okay. did that whole thing. He's like, that's the whole reason why. So then he broke the law then. Uh, I I I still think it's illegal in the United States for you to bang a kid, even if you go to another country. Wait, not that's jurisdiction, bro. You're still an American citizen. You're bound by the laws of the United States of America. So what if I went to Amsterdam and smoked weed? You would still be breaking the law. Well, I mean, if you went to Amsterdam and did like heroin, (laughs) it would be worse. This is getting arbitrary. Yeah. So if we get kicked off of TikTok, we might have to go on Threads. Have you heard about Threads? Yeah, but I think Threads is going to be even just as bad as far as like, oh, you can't say that. Mm, it's not funny. Well, the pro- yeah, the problem is because they're all trying to leave Twitter because Elon Musk is just troll shit poster um, central. So they all hate him and they want 
they want to go to something else. Yeah, there's not a new one that's indie that's cool like Fark was. You know, when we heard about those and Dig when we were younger. Yeah, Fark and Dig sucked. I was always I was always on the um the the other side of those. But you heard about those from word of mouth, you know. It wasn't yeah. like because Facebook owns it and it's an app and you have yeah. to put it on your phone. Right. So now it's hard to trust a new social network because it's always Yeah, everything's a uh, part of a big corporation now. It can only exist for so long before the, it gets The corporations moved in on the internet. There is no wild Well, there's still the wild west parts of the internet are out there, but um there's the stuff a, that all the nerds are on. We're going to have to do a dark web show. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it on the dark web. Yeah. I mean, I've still got I'm still have IRC installed and I have uh hey, Did you ever hear about Soulseek? Uh-uh. It was one of those like music sharing apps that apparently it's been going on for 20 years now. So I went into it and I can I found everything I looked for on Flack yeah. quality, like like lossless, better than MP3 quality. I mean, you can clickbait yourself into financial freedom. We could just do sex stories and then stop them right before the good part. Yeah. Like, the next is on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> just tell every story of any time we've ever been and laid. And then she was naked. She yeah. put her hand on my leg, and we'll see you guys in the yeah. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. If we ever have a Patreon, it's going to be called Joining the Congregation. That's how we get all the truckers. The what, what we really need to do is we need to find a way to have people give us 10% of their income. Mm-hmm. That is probably tax the, free. That, yeah, tax free. That's probably the best. We should start a podcast church. And all we got to do is run the AC for an hour a week. Yeah. That's the whole overhead. Yeah, and, and like every... Every movie we watch could be like uh, we we watched it for our job for our career because it's cultural commentary from yeah. a games. you know from a religious perspective. We're games journalists. We just won't say what our religion is. Well, we have to make something for people to be afraid of. We have to make up something bad that's going to happen to you if you don't believe in our thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I told you. I mean, the the tagline of the podcast is the only podcast that's guaranteed to get you into heaven or your money back. Yeah, guaranteed one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if they don't let you into heaven, just ask for your money back. That's all you have to do. For, uh, what does it be? Get thee behind me? Or no, you, I never knew you. Yeah. They have rules about what's going to be said to you. My brother, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. That's what you want to hear. Thanks. I spent my whole earthly life. To go be a servant being for burnt the by entire the rest of eternity. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. get congratulated at the doors it's, for being it's a either, good faithful. Yeah, it's either slave or torture. Those are your <laughs> options when you die. Slave or, or torture. Gay, retard, rape, torture yeah. in another country. <laughs> Fate worse than death. I think you just figured out what hell is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might be what heaven is, too. Yeah. It's just you, that you're happy about it when it's heaven. You it's were like, already retarded your whole life about yeah. it, so you believe. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. So we got a Christian coming on next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he. I don't know if he is. He was talking to a Christian guy. He said he was being spiritual, but that was 2019. Things yeah, change. Maybe COVID uh, made him an atheist. All right, and we're at an hour, so I'm going to call this, and it. Uh, I will put this one up ASAP. Was it awful enough? I think it's pretty god-awful. All right, good. So, all right, uh, goodbye. <laughs>